0: Welcome to the DNA show. DNA? Dude, are we doing a science show? No, D
1: is for Dennis. Oh, A is for Andy. And N is for and? Oh man, nerds. Cause oh, yeah. Because we're nerds, dude. Yeah. Well good, then we can talk about comics and movies and pop culture and sports. Sports. Sports and
0: nerds. Yeah, we're going to make that
1: work. All right, let's roll.
0: All right, we are back. I'm Andy with my buddy. This is Dennis. And we're going to start off with, I read something rather interesting, a little football talk. So, for those that don't know, Tom Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Indeed. Indeed he is. And coming out of retirement was the
1: Gronk. Yeah, kind of exciting
0: news. Rob Gronkowski teaming up with Tom Brady again. Of course, with the Bucks Now, why do you think Gronkowski came out of retirement?
1: You know, if I were to guess, it would probably be because Tom Brady joined it. They are really good friends in real life. And I would say he knows he has a chance because Tampa Bay is not a terrible team. And they, they might be able to win a Super Bowl or another champion, which would be cool to do with another team. That would be my guess. Those are rather good guesses, but there's another big
0: aspect to it that I just read about, and it's uh, Rob's mom lives in Tampa. Really? I read an article saying that it wasn't Brady that was the deciding factor. Like you said, that helps. Yeah. But more of it, it was that his mom lives in Tampa. She'll be able to go to every game, you know, every home game, obviously. Yep. Obviously, he could fly her to other ones, but she'll literally be able to just drive to the home games. You know, get some sweet ass parking because it's Gronkowski. It's not going to be like, hey, go park out. You know, and walk, and uh, he can visit with her during the week and stuff. Very cool. So, yeah, I thought that was a a fun little tidbit to uh, to start
1: with. Yeah. yeah. Well, go Tampa. I mean, it's it's going to be fun to watch.
0: Family ties. That's right. It's what it takes. So. That's right. So I watched, uh, on Dennis's recommendation, I watched, uh, actually, his recommendation, and it was new to me, I never even heard of it, uh, Morgan Spurlock, or, Spurlock, or Spurlock? Spurlock, Spurlock, Morgan Spurlock's newest doc, a sequel to Supersize Me, called Supersize Me
1: 2. Right. So the background is kind of interesting, for those of you who hadn't seen, the original um, Supersize Me was where he was trying to show how bad fast food is and how dare he he he, he picked on mcdonald's in that case even worse it, it was a really interesting dive into you know the the fast food industry in this in this country and it was all about you know he took 30 days and all he did was eat mcdonald's food under the supervision of a doctor, and he tried everything. And if, if they asked him, "Do you, Would you like that supersize me? But of course, right. but they always had to ask. And then they, they checked his health throughout and realized how bad it was. Sure. So he could not eat fast food for, for many, many years. Oh, yeah, no. And I, I, that doc is 12 years old. Yeah. And I remember watching
0: it, and, you know, look, I don't know if, if, Everybody was turned off by it. Like I wasn't. I still went to McDonald's yeah, every now and then. Everybody still does. But I mean, I've never, I, and you know, let me know about you too, Dennis. But I've never been the guy that even in college I never ate fast food daily. Right. I just. It's just. It's. I guess growing up, you know, there's McDonald's right up from the road, right up the road from where we lived. And I remember one time. uh it was more of a treat thing. My mom would be like, and my parents would be like, "Hey, we're taking you, kid, your boys, to McDonald's, you know, as a treat." It wasn't like we're eating her every night, right? You know, and it was kind of a treat because they'd be like, you know, get a milkshake, get your uh, ice cream, you know, whatever. I remember McDonald's land cookies. I the love, cookies. McDonald's. Exactly. love McDonald's. Love McDonald's cookies
1: and their apple
0: pies. They were oh, their they apple pies. They were amazing back and then. You know, the other thing that really sticks out to me, and I don't drink soda anymore, but as a kid. And when I say kid, I mean teenager, into my early twenties, before I stopped drinking soda. I loved Sprite, but I only liked the the Sprite from McDonald's on you know. I'll say it on draft because that's basically what it was. It wasn't out of a can because th- there was a distinct taste that I could tell from drinking Sprite out of a bottle, you know, yep. whether it be two liter or just a single serve
1: or a can, compared to out of the the. the The fountain. Yep. My wife's the same way, so she's a Mountain Dew nut. Yeah. And literally, when we go out, it's like, she'll get that mood. There's no point. Don't get me a bottle. Don't get me a can. We need, she needs a fountain Mountain Dew. Oh, Taco Bell time, because they always have Mountain Dew, so we know where we're going. Yeah. She she needs her fountain fix for Mountain Dew, but it's true. It tastes totally different. It does. I don't, it's got to be, I don't know,
0: the air getting into it. If anybody knows, hit us up on Facebook. Because I'd love to know why the stuff that's bottled tastes different from the fountain,
1: right? Um, and the other thing that I would like to know is so McDonald's from in the past was it they had Shamrock shakes at oh yeah. St. Patty's time. Well, the, a lot of the country now it's it's they, they've been introduced you know throughout the country. Sure. But when it was first released, I'm originally from Wisconsin. We had it up there. So, when we moved to, like, Texas, they didn't have it and things like that. So, it was just great. The The taste has changed, and now they're fancy milkshakes, you know, with, with their cafe. Has it really? Yeah, it, it has changed. Although, I talked to one of the uh, uh, owners. He's a franchise owner, owns several of them. And I said, these taste completely different than what they used to. Because right. they used to be really amazing and they're still good right but there's something different he goes well as far as i know in the last 10 years they're the same and i'm like yeah we're, we're going way back machine right. here but i, I just want to know if anybody knows did the formula change from the shamrock shakes from the 80s to what they are now because they do they taste completely different And i don't mean just the adding the whipped cream so uh huh. yeah okay so last before
0: we get on to super size me too McDonald's. What's your favorite meal for McDonald's, Dennis?
1: Ah, uh, you know
0: everything you it, like
1: to get. It used to be. It honestly used to be uh, the meal with the with the Big Mac. However, the Big Mac, for whatever reason, over the last few years, they've gotten really dry and huh. they're just not as good. Whereas their quarter pounders are fresh now and taste way better. So okay. um, yeah, I would say it would be the quarter pounder. The cookies aren't as good as they used to be. No No, are the apple pies. They changed the formula to make them I haven't
0: noticed the difference with apple pies. The cookies I have, I mean my favorite thing, and it goes back to being a kid, still holds to this day. When I if I go to McDonald's, when I go, I'll get a I'll get two plain hamburgers. So just the bun (laughs) and the meat, no ketchup, no pickles. Now it's not that I don't like that stuff because I do, but as a kid, I didn't. So my mom would order me two plain ones. And there's just something about it. I love how they grill the bun so the bun's a little toasty. Yeah. You know, and I just, I love the taste of their burger. And something about their chocolate shake, too. Their chocolate shake tastes different from a Burger King one, from a Wendy's Frosty, from any other, I don't know what it is. So does their strawberry. Yep. They're unique. And I love their chocolate shakes as well, so that's my go-to when we go to McDonald's. And funny thing is, for anybody to, listening, going, "Don't eat that garbage; it's bad for you." I remember an issue of Men's Health magazine where they did a thing saying, "You know, what's if you have to eat fast food, what's the best fast food to eat?" And if you want a quick protein pick-me-up that's not going to load you down with a ton of stuff, McDonald's plain hamburger, real hamburger. I mean, you can get. Because the ketchup, mustard, and pickle aren't going to – and a little bit of onions aren't going to add that much to it. But, yeah, the McDonald's hamburger because basically – or hamburger with cheese because cheese is protein. And it's good for you. But, yeah, the McDonald's hamburger because basically if you want to get – if you really want to be healthier, you could just chuck the bun when you got it if you didn't want to eat the, the yep. carbs from the bun and just eat the patty. So, huh. yeah, it's 14 grams of protein. Cool. So, two of them is 28 grams of protein, which is a, a good amount. So –
1: well, I do have a really interesting story, which we'll do at the end of the show, after we finish talking about supersizing Me, about McDonald's hamburgers. Damn, you tease. You I do. Tease. I did.
0: He I- didn't even tell me what it is. Psych. Of course I know what it is. We do show prep. <laughs>
1: We're professionals. But I tell you what,
0: it'll... Blow your socks off.
1: So, on to Supersize Me too. So, 12 years after Morgan did Supersize Me, yep. I happened to be on YouTube one day, and it just popped up in my feed, and it said Supersize Me too. And I was like, well, "What? what's that? So, of course, I'm curious, and I have to go look. Oh, what, it's not like a five-minute clip. It's the. It's an entire hour-and-a-half movie. It's like hour and 28 minutes or something. And I was like, what? How can there be a two? I must investigate. So, of course, I started watching it, threw it up on my TV, and I was like, huh. He decides after 12 years, I'm going to open up my own chicken fast food restaurant.
0: That is just, you know, you told me that because I, I, you told me about it, and I'm pretty sure I actually did hear about it before that, but it just didn't interest me because I'm like, oh, what's he going to do? The same thing? I don't care. I already saw you eat. McDonald's for 30 days, but then when you told me that he was going to open up his own fast food restaurant and raise his own chickens
1: and like do all the research, I was like, "All right, I gotta watch this now. So the premise was, and this is why I was like, okay, Andy, you you need to watch this. Matter of fact, I've got some of my other family members and friends that are watching it now, and it was just an incredibly well done show. So the premise is, well, I'm going to open up a fast food restaurant, but What does that mean, and and how do I do it? He decides that he's going to be involved in every aspect of Mm -hmm. it, so he's going to raise his own chickens and bring it, basically, to a restaurant. Yeah, farm-to-table, baby. Yep. So one of the things he does
0: that he goes to this company because you have to, obviously, have your unique sandwich, you know? I mean, think about it. Burger King is the Whopper. McDonald's has the big Mac um, taco Bell what would you say would Taco Bell be
1: well it's their burritos Burrito. and, yeah but know. do
0: they have a signature one well it used to be the uh, chalupa oh yeah the chalupa so anyhow I had no I, I just assumed all these different recipes were basically you know head of McDonald's is like okay we got to come up with a signature sandwich and they just over time, you know, came up with it, or when they want to come up, because McDonald's has been around forever, so the Big Mac, so when McDonald's does something new, you just think that they have their own kitchen, McDonald's kitchen, and their chefs are in it, and they just experiment, and whatever, and maybe that is part of what they do, but Morgan actually went to this company called CCD Innovation, and what CCD Innovation is, is they come up with different Uh, different recipes and signature foods for different places. They're
1: like a test kitchen. Right. So they
0: have chefs. Yeah, they have chefs. So he goes in and and met with these two women that own the place, and they walked him through the kitchen and spoke about different companies they've worked for. And one that stuck out to me was Taco Bell. Because one of my favorite things from Taco Bell was the cheesy gordita crunch.
1: Right. And my I, wife loves it.
0: I love those. Like, I go to Taco Bell. I don't care if somebody comes up to me and goes, that's not real Mexican. I'm like, you shut your mouth. They say tacos, it's Mexican. And I love Taco Bell. So when I go to Taco Bell, I always get the cheesy gordita crunch. There's just something about the hard taco. And then on the outside, it's wrapped in it. It's a hard taco shell, and outside of it is a soft taco shell, a thicker one, though, that has melted cheese, and it just goops together around the hard taco, and it's just so savory. Oh, my mouth's watering. I know what dinner is. So, who made it? And CCD Innovation came up with it.
1: Wow.
0: And they've come up with stuff for Burger King, Kraft, Naked Juice, uh, Sabra... Safeway, Hagenda's, Kellogg's. I mean this list of clients they have is just like I said, I I I had no idea. Yep. I just assumed all these companies had their own private and I'm sure they do, but until I watched this documentary, I had no idea that
1: it's you, like a test tube kitchen. So it is. he decides, he goes, I'm gonna open up and and start my own chicken restaurant. So they were like, well, how do you go about doing that? Well, you've got to differentiate. You've got to come up with a product that right. nobody else has. Well, you know, Morgan, it's all about being healthy. Right. So he goes, so obviously a grilled chicken is what would be the healthy option. Right. Right. So he's like, all right, grilled chicken. Well, the more research, and when, when you see this, it'll be very amazing. So to, to see the progression, well- Grilled chicken is the healthiest option. Yep. But nobody likes grilled chicken. No. He goes on the street. This is great. And by the
0: way, if you don't want to hear much about this, you should probably. We always want you to listen, but we're dropping it like it's hot. So if you don't want to hear about it, I'm sorry. We're talking about it. He goes on the street. And I don't know what city he was in where he did this. But he's on the street and he's literally, if you go to a chicken restaurant, what do you order? Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Fry. not one person said grilled and it blew my mind because honestly, if he if he I wish he came up to me because I would have said, Oh, grilled chicken sandwich.
1: Yeah. And I then, don't order fried. Ch- I don't then they would have just stricken you off the show because you're weird. Yeah.
0: And that well that's <laughs> the funny thing. I was talking to two of my buddies, two of our mutual friends, about this super size me too and about this part. And when I said that, they were both like, You're lying. And I'm like, I'm not. They're like, well, then you're just crazy because nobody wants grilled chicken over fried chicken. I'm like, that's not true. I do. I don't like fried
1: chicken. I love good grilled chicken sandwiches. Even one of the guys was very honest. He goes, I I should probably order the grilled chicken, but I like the crispy chicken way better. And and they're like, yeah, everybody wants to order the crispy chicken. I'm the odd man out. So you would be. You really would be. So then he goes, well, we need to see what everybody else has. So they right. go on, so the, 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 they, they go on this road trip, and they go, you know, they hit, like, Burger King. That was one of my favorites. And he goes, well, I think this is the Whopper place for a reason. And they pull out <laughs> the chicken, and he goes, just take a look at this. And he puts it, bites into the end, and then you realize the whole thing's, like, hollow. Oh my it's God, like all it breading, ridiculous. And he goes, "It's like a mitt," and he literally puts his two fingers up into it and does it like a little sock puppet mitt. Yep. And he goes, "This is a chicken sandwich from Burger King." Now, don't granted Love the Whopper and stuff like oh, that, yeah. but that's 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 just bad.
0: I mean, and they good. were the, so the company, the CCD Innovation Place, is in Emeryville, California. So that's where they were driving around. Yeah. When they were doing this, that's where he got the bird. And it was hysterical. He slipped his two fingers inside this.
1: Oh, chicken fried patty. Yep. Just, but they they go to Wendy's and they do all these different ones and they they test them out at a lot of the fast yeah. food places. They even then go to like a healthy fast food place where they get an actual grilled chicken breast and it's it's an. But they're like you know it, that's a fifteen twenty dollar meal just to get a healthy version. Right. So most people they already know. They don't taste as good, and it's way, way more expensive to get something that's healthy. Right. So he goes, how do I bring together a healthy option? Because none of those chicken sandwiches look good. They taste good, but none of them really were good, and there wasn't a lot of chicken in quite a few right. of them. So they decide, he goes, well, what if I you know, raise my own chicken? Because, you know... If, if I raise them by hand instead of having the big companies do it, and I bring it from farm to, to table, table yeah. which becomes it, which was a very interesting you know concept because he didn't hire somebody to do it. He actually went and visited a chicken company. So it was cool because they were looking around and he was making all these phone calls. Hey, can I buy chickens from you? Can I get chickens? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. You got to call so-and-so and so-and-so. Oh, yeah. And then he calls one and he goes, all right, can I buy chickens? And he goes, oh, well, I, we can see about that in your name. And he goes, Morgan. And Morgan, what's your last name? And he goes, Spurlock. He goes, are you a filmmaker? <laughs> that was awesome it, so the guy recognized the name and he goes and i'm also a uh, filmmaker and a chicken farmer yeah and then he goes please hold and basically hangs up on him
0: <laughs> you know i gotta be honest now after watching this if i got a call and the dude said he was morgan spurlock i'd be like oh i know who you are but before watching this because it's been basically 12 years since he was on my radar. I probably wouldn't even think twice. Probably wouldn't even think twice. Just be like, oh, okay, whatever. What can I do for you, Mr. Spurlock? But so, yeah, so he finally finds a place to sell him, I think it's like 20,000 chicks. 20, no,
1: not 20,000. 20, 25 or 2,600. Oh, 100. Yeah, because oh, the, old, big old. Oh, right, the big farmer had 28,000. Oh, right, right, right.
0: So he got, to, okay, yeah. So he got like 20, 2,500, whatever. Um, and he, he finds this. This farm in uh, Alabama. Yep, that basically will rent him out one of their empty uh, barns that is used for you know, basically, bre- uh, taking the taking the baby chicks to growth and then shipping them out to slaughter for the restaurants and stuff. So he rents out one of the barns to Morgan, and one of the things that was just mind blowing is these. These chickens go from hatching to full-size, ready-to-slaughter to, you know, to cook up and eat in six weeks. Six weeks. And I, I told my wife this because she didn't want to watch it. She has no interest in documentaries. She, she likes a romance, Hallmark romance. But, and I do too. I have a soft spot. But um, I was like, I'm telling her that She goes, yeah, they're pumped full of hormones. And they're not. It's how they're bred. Right. These are genetically... It's all genetically altered. Right. From, you know, like I said, breeding and stuff. I don't know. But they're not injected because that was one of the things. Morgan called up the uh, USDA because he... It's USDA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he wanted to follow the guidelines. So he's like, well, what do I have to do to label hormone-free? Right. What do I have to do for this? What do I have to do for this? And so, so these baby chicks... Well, one... He walks in with, to the barn, and the truck backs up with the crates of the baby chicks, and he's gently, and I don't know how many are in a crate. It was let's adorable. Just, let's just say there's a hundred in a crate, because yeah. I have no idea. There's a bunch, and Morgan's gently kneeling down and tipping the crate, so they kind of gently fall out. Chicken farmer's in the back that does this for a living. He's taking crates, and he's just like, dump dump not not bending down he's like ah they're durable just
1: dump them out not just dump he goes it kind of shocks them and wakes them up and realize oh you're you're ready now you're here yeah yeah you're not like oh but you have to be careful not to step on them because they're they literally come flocking up to him like little baby chicks (laughs) mother
0: it's it's a low eye level shot and off cam and you're it's focused on morgan morgan but off camera you hear a (laughs) And he's like, what was that? And he goes, ah, sometimes... was the farmer goes, ah, sometimes they get under your feet. You accidentally step on one they just pop. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you you try not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You definitely try not to. uh,
0: Oh. But then, so these chicks, they grow in six weeks. And they showed one of these chickens six weeks old compared to a regular chicken six weeks old. And it's like looking at Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Right. This, This... You know, the regular six-week-old chicken is Bruce Banner, a normal human man, and then this six-week chicken that was genetically modified so they could slaughter it for the huge breast and wings and all that
1: is just jacked. So, it's so (laughs) interesting watching the growth because as the story progresses, they show you the chicken one week and two weeks and three up to six. But as you start seeing it, you know how little cute chickens are and their feathers grow? Well half of these chickens don't hardly have any feathers because the feathers can't grow fast enough to keep up with the chicken their legs ball out from the weight. their hearts give out they literally have heart attacks throughout the episode because they grow so quick so these chickens are bred strictly for eating dude
0: just like when bruce banner hawks out and his clothes rip off Right. These chickens hawk out and their feathers just pop off. They literally do. So the other thing, when the, when the chicks hatch, and this is before Mer- Morgan gets a hold of them, so when they're at the chicken breeding place, whatever you call it, because yep. it's not the farm, when the chicks hatch, they're on an assembly line type deal, and they're separated out, male and female. The females don't go to the farm. Only the males do because they're better for eating. They're, they make for better food and with the growth rate and stuff. So, boom, once again, males being led to the slaughter. Always putting us down. <laughs> Females at to bet, if you're a chick, if you're a baby chick, you want to be a female because you're tossed aside for breeding stuff, not for slaughter and for restaurants. My wife
1: wouldn't disagree with that, comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So It, it that fascinated a, me too.
1: The whole thing of just how they were bred, so my like I said my wife's a farmer, she grew up on a farm. Yeah. And she goes, "Well, that that's that's, that's not right. how she we leave want this to grow with you." Up. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I I made her and my daughter, who's vegan, um, watch this. And of course, my daughter was like, I'm not watching that. Why would I watch it? I'm like, because it's such a unique, amazing ending. You need to watch it. So I got her to. They admitted when it was done, okay, this is really awesome. But they were sitting there just going, you're you're watching the chickens and and then, you know, how they're bred. Then in the end, they, they wind up, you know, taking them. So you see the growth of the chicken throughout. So. Now that they have these chickens growing, they actually need to have a test bed to try out this new restaurant concept. So oh, right. he goes around and starts figuring out, well, how w- what would make the public want to do this? Well, there's all of these very important buzzwords which are called health halos, right. Right? which is turns out to be one of the most important parts of it. So how do we make this chicken taste really 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 good while making it sound really really healthy and this is when he was talking to the to
0: he was getting actually information on this from the the place that came up with the recipe but also from the two ad guys he hired too right yeah and then there was that other guy remember the other guy in the beginning that had the longer hair that was he first went to and said i wanted to do a fast food restaurant the guy was like what that was a totally different guy
1: yeah Bad so guy. that was like his i think oh, he, agent and oh okay because yes, yes. he was probably one of the ones that from the original one right right so right. he thought so, he was joking ha ha you really want to factor he goes no I'm, I'm serious so they go trying to figure out all right so i need to understand how to raise healthy chickens so what what do we do so you go out there and figure out well free range is a good thing so oh, free range is great h- how do we make free range everybody loves free range chickens so as andy said earlier they call the usda and they're like well they have to have the opportunity to go outside well let's just let's just play
0: game. dennis asked me before i saw this movie what i thought free range was andy what was free range well dennis without seeing this movie i would assume free range is kind of like my backyard it's fenced in it's lots of grass, not really any trees in my backyard. Just a big sprawling area. That's at least my backyard has got to be at least what fifteen hundred square feet. Yeah, and I'm thinking throw some chickens out there. They can they've got fifteen hundred feet sunlight. Maybe maybe have a little covering so if the weather's bad they can run under there. So if it's raining or something, but mostly they're just out walking around in my backyard.
1: Their whole life until they're led to slaughter. Rats free range, right, Dennis? That's what you would think. The answer is not even close. What? They have to have the opportunity to access the outdoor for a part of the day. So what they do is they got the barn door... Yeah. He opens up the barn door, which is about how wide would you say open? I would say it was probably about six feet open. Six feet, yeah, I would go with that. Six and, feet. It, and then he's got a like a chain, like part of a fence, curved fence yep. that goes out maybe three feet. Yep, and he puts it in front of the door. So there is literally a six-foot-wide by three-foot curvature yeah, in front was of a, the open door. It
0: was a half circle is basically right. what it was. So it wasn't six feet by three feet, which is 18 square feet. Right. Which, when you hear 18 square feet, you're like, well, that's not too bad. But this is an arched half circle. So it cuts down that square footage. <laughs> right. I'm not good at geometry. Whatever type of math this is, whatever... Was it is, half pi r squared? Yeah, it's, of, of, it's of got to the be. There's no way that was even ten square feet, right? And I'm looking at it, going, so, and then they just leave the barn doors open twenty four seven. And they're the like, chicks "Go chickens, go, go, right, go." And, and the, the chickens sit there. The, the chickens are just like, um, like one walks. They take one and they set it out there, and he's like, "Whoa, that sounds kind of I don't know what that is, but it feels hot out here." I'm walking back in, and it walks back in, right. And no one thought ha- I had was. So, what you're saying is, I'm free-range, Andy, because I have access to the outside anytime I want it. Correct. And Dennis, you're free-range as well. Correct. We're all free-range beings. That's right. Because if we want to go out, we can. But we don't have to.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's, it's interesting because you, you see these terms and they're like, well, hormone. Well, we don't add hormones. And they're like, ooh, that sounds like it's a great thing. Well, we won't add hormones. He finds out it's illegal to add hormones to chickens anyway. So every chicken that you pick up from any store is automatically hormone-free. But you can
0: say it. Um, Right. Now, they did when they were chicks before he picked them up. After they were separated out from male-female, they each did get one shot, which was just... You know, I, I can't remember what it was for, but it's kind of like when you take your pet for its first shot. It's like it's, an immunization. Yeah, an immunization shot. And it was hysterical how they did that, too, because it wasn't just a dude with a needle stabbing each one. It was actually a little mechanical device that they held the chicken in front of. So they hold the baby chicken, the palm of their hand, put it in front of this little device, and the device goes, pachink Right in the neck. And then cool. they sh- put the chick aside, pick another one up, pachink, Put that chick aside, pick another one up, pachink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they did. They get one shot, but it's just an immunization type thing. So yeah, so it's hormone-free now. It's cage-free, or it's range. Uh, free range. Free
1: range. Uh, I'm trying to think what was that. Oh, and then so then it becomes all natural. Oh, In right. order to be labeled all natural, you just can't be synthetic, which means... They're pretty much all all natural, so right. now they're all a, natural. Right. What's a synthetic chicken? Right. I mean,
0: duh. <laughs> right. It's so, not cloned. It's s- not like these, the, you know.
1: So we don't want to give away all of the things because there's so many, but these are what they call health halos. All these different descriptions that make them sound like we're really healthy and we're doing something very special. When in essence, they're not doing anything different than, than anybody else. The problem is... The big so it's it's big chicken, so there's big pharma and big oil and and there's big chicken. So it's your Tysons, your your oh, big yeah. big ones. They control almost everything that that's out there, and everything is done based on a. Uh, It's on a tiered system where they rank you based on how big your chickens are. And then the higher you up are on the list, the more money that you get. So it's kind of like, wow, well, that's kind of an interesting way to to get I'm telling you, man,
0: if people are like, where'd the mafia go? You just don't see them anymore. I think we found their new stronghold. Yep. Because chickens aren't going out of style anytime soon. Yep. KFC's not going anywhere. Popeye's ain't going anywhere.
1: Churches ain't going anywhere. They figure that they do over one billion chicken sandwiches every year. I think I know where Jimmy Hoppa is buried. It's <laughs>
0: under one of those chicken barns. I, Nobody's digging that up. Nobody is digging that up. <laughs> so one of the other things um, that we did talk about, too, is he lost... They didn't. He, they didn't say the exact number, but he probably lost what twenty chickens to heart attacks. Yes. Because yeah. you know a couple chickens just literally dropped dead.
1: Just when they were rounding them up, five chickens died that night because they yeah. didn't want to be scooped up, and they actually died of a heart attack right when they were being scooped up. But they took you know they took a couple
0: of them to the vet for an autopsy, and the vet you know cut them open, and he's like, well, just from a meat standpoint, these breasts are phenomenal. These legs are phenomenal. These wings are phenomenal. Yep. Glad I said wings, because up until that point, somebody tuning in might have been like, "Oh, what famous actress are they talking about?" No, we're talking about chickens, chickens. pigs. Um, but yeah, I mean, just looking at the breast meat and stuff. I mean, these things were phenomenal. And he gets to the heart, and he's like, "Yeah, the heart's enlarged."
1: Yep. Six week growth spurt. Yep. Died of natural causes, bad heart. They're like, "So you're telling me?" If they don't have a heart attack, then, you know, they might not be big enough. So this is the first time you actually want your animals to have heart attacks to show that they're good enough. Welcome to the chicken industry. Now let's
0: get to the best part of the movie. The last 15 minutes when Morgan
1: opens up his restaurant. Yep. So they go to Columbus, Ohio, because Columbus, Ohio is the test bed for fast food restaurants. Now, why do you think that is? It's the Columbus? heartland of America. Oh, that's the heartland of America. That it really? represents...
0: That- I don't think Columbus, like, as in... Like, to me, the heartland's more central. And that doesn't seem as central, I guess.
1: Hey, I'm just saying, for all you people from... Cl- I think you're the heartland. So you, are, you guys are you the heartland. You are the test bed. You, you yeah, represent it, <laughs> a, a average America.
0: Somebody listening to this right now is going, that's why we have all those damn fast food restaurants. That now just Now I know. Up. We have, like... Here in Charlotte, we have a road that if you drive one, it's like auto dealerships left and right. Yep. Well, now we know where the hotbed for the fast food restaurant is. It sure are. is. Dennis and I need to take a road trip to Columbus, and we need to do a podcast from there and hit every fast food restaurant on the hour. Road trip.
1: Yeah, it was just cool. They wound up finding a Wendy's. Wendy's. Yep. Yep, an old Wendy's, and that's what they convert uh, into this. So they, they sit there and they're like, all right, what's the, we got all these chickens, we gotta have something really good to do. So we need to have a healthy sounding chicken sandwich. Well, crispy isn't nearly as bad as fried. So oh, no. fried is just the dirty word now. So that's why it's not Kentucky fried chicken, it's KFC because fried's bad. Fried is the F word, Dennis. Exactly, and they don't want you to say it. So they say, crispy. Now, the thing about crispy is even crispy chicken, while it sounds better than fried, everybody knows if it's a crispy chicken, it's not healthy for you. So what can we do to make a crispy chicken <laughs> sound healthier? Well, how about we grill it and we'll call it a grilled, no. fried, no, no. Crispy. crispy chicken. Grilled crispy chicken.
0: Yeah, or is a crispy grilled chicken. No, it's gr- grilled, cr- crispy,
1: crispy. Yes, it's yeah, it's a crispy, crispy grilled, grilled chicken, chicken sandwich. Yeah. So they do a test bed, and they 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 test them out with the um um with 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 the chefs, and they were like they were like wow, there's a spicy and a non spicy version, and they were both amazing. But they're like, but it doesn't look healthy. Oh wait, wait, no. Morgan goes.
0: So what? The, his question was basically. So what are the what's the healthiness or what's 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 healthy about this sandwich? And both the women just started laughing. Nothing. <laughs> no. Which can't be hundred percent true because chicken is healthy. If it's fried, if you want to make if you want to eat healthy
1: fried chicken, you have to peel all the skin off. But you still have chicken oil. is still healthy. Right. So it what's interesting is they're like, well, we've it's gotta look better and it looked very appetizing. It looks good. And it was all of the vegetables and the glaze and everything that they have on it, because it was all healthy-looking vegetables that surrounds this fried-slash-crispy chicken. Crispy. However, he goes, it still doesn't look like it's healthy, but it doesn't look grilled, even though they basically put it in like a um, like a, a Panera uh, sandwich. You know where you have the grill marks. Yeah, they're like, well, we can't see the grill marks. Oh, well, that's easy enough to fix. You can paint on the grill marks. What food color with with food coloring out of there? If you if you have a processed, if you're not processing it, then what they do is they have like a spatula with grates on it, and they take charcoal and a brush, and they literally brush, brush it over the it's the a stencil. T- right. It's yeah, the was a stencil. It's fake, but,
0: but they do it. And, you know, when people saw it at the, and we'll get more into detail in the restaurant, but when people saw it at the restaurant, they just were like, "But look, oh, it's grilled. And then he t- literally told him, he goes, no, because Morgan was obviously there for filming for the first, you know, grand opening of this restaurant. Morgan's like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So it, it's unique. They, they get there and they, they come up with the two sandwiches and then they have little ones for the kids and stuff like that. And they're like, but you know, why are people going to flock to ours? Oh. You know, flock. I yeah, see. Yeah, you did. There. You, did. I was you to did slide that in. Yeah, I hit that one and made a birdie out of that no. in kind the of comments. Oh, man. That's the best thing I ever heard. <laughs> oh. oh, fun well, city. We're not, we're not chicken to make jokes like Oh, no, damn. <laughs> so they open up this restaurant, and we nobody knows the name of it. And you can see like the shots of the news. Morgan Spurlock is opening one up and the lines are out the door Um, and it winds up being really really cool because he wants it to be different and you know Morgan there has to be a twist to it so Jonathan Bertram who was the um, he was the farmer who he rented it from word got out of that from in the big chicken that Morgan was doing this and they found out that Jonathan was helping him so, like Andy was talking about the mafia, they went and basically cut Jonathan off at the knees, and they automatically, even though he had the largest chicken on the yes. list, they put him as number 11 so he got the least amount of money, and yeah. they didn't want it coming out. Bad, bad, bad big chicken. Yeah, don't blow the whistle on a big chicken. And now they won't even give Jonathan new chicks to grow. Nope. They're trying to run him out because he helped Morgan. So, We're pretty sure Morgan's helping them through this because it was a genuinely, honestly good farm family that you had nothing but positive feelings for, and then you see how they're being traded just for helping him grow real chickens. Right. So the name of the restaurant is Holy Chicken. They unveil it, and it's Holy
0: Chicken. Holy Chicken. A little chicken cartoon drawing with a halo over it. You walk inside, and he just... Basically, it's all it's it's really kind of subtle. It's nice, you know, nice paint colors and stuff. You did market research on what colors you want to use. You want to use greens because greens give away that. Uh, Or give the feeling of more natural and healthy, (laughs) so there's
1: greens in the restaurant. And don't forget the artisans. They did a great one when they were in McDonald's, and they got the chicken sandwich from McDonald's. And it comes in the box, and they're like, look, it's an artisan. They literally have artisans Artisans. in the back making your chicken. When you can see it's clearly fast food folks that are just doing it. And it's great, but it's all perception.
0: Awesome. So then you you go up to order, and like I said, this was an old Wendy's restaurant, and he's got just like in a fast food restaurants, there's the metal uh, bars that you you know you walk through, so it's not just a straight line, you know. And on the floor, it says the area that those metal bars or that that the, the metal distance. bars take up for customers to line up in is the s- same space roughly of the outside area that chickens had to roam around in their free range. Right. And it set it right on the floor. So the basic gist behind the restaurant is he's not hiding anything. Like on the walls of the restaurant, if you go into like a Wendy's or a McDonald's or whatever, some restaurants on the walls will have the words that say healthy. <laughs> well
1: okay, so Wendy's was the great example. Yeah. There's the Baconator. Which is a great, tasty sandwich. Oh, yeah. But it's nestled right in between a salad on the left and a salad on the right. right. So you look at it and go, oh, that bacon air looks good. And look, it's between two salads, so it must not be that bad for That's you. That's right. So it's, it's all perception, and it's great. The difference in this restaurant is it tells you all the buzzwords. Artisans, fresh, all natural. And then below, it's the kicker these mean nothing and he (laughs) just tells you straight out nothing. it's hysterical they've got pictures on so you're sitting down and eating it and then um, you'll see like a picture of what you would consider a chicken in a fresh farm there is a beautiful farm and there's a chicken running around on your farm so you're thinking free-range chicken on this beautiful farm it's a little
0: placard that's on every table
1: yep and then as soon as you turn it over and you see the chicken, you're like, wow, there's your chicken. I'm thinking foghorn leghorn, you know, kind of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. And then beautiful. as soon as you flip the card over, there's a picture of our real chickens. And you're like, oh, Like,
0: uh. What is that horrific thing
1: with feathers
0: falling off and muscles everywhere?
1: <laughs> right. It was, it was amazing. So the, in a nutshell, you have to watch this because you wind up seeing they're honest Everything that you see in the restaurants, they're lying to you about. There is nothing healthy about this. But you're going to eat it anyway because it tastes
0: and, good. And that's what everybody said. Everybody loved the way it tasted. I mean, the, the, the chefs at that um, company, CCD Innovations, made a fantastic tasting sandwich. It looked really good. I got to admit, I'd try it. Um, I mean, everybody, the place was packed. Everybody said the sandwich was phenomenal. The food was phenomenal obviously the service was phenomenal at the restaurant um they all said they would come back to the restaurant and eat there again it was just it it
1: was refreshing to see the honesty the honesty behind it all and then you see jonathan the farmer he shows up he goes well i can't believe i'm driving all the way from alabama to columbus just for a chicken sandwich but he walks in and all these people are noticing, and they're like, hey, that's the farmer from the wall, and there's a picture of him there's on There's a drawing there. of him, yeah. And it talks about his history and what Big Chicken is doing to him and everything. It was so refreshing just to, to see what, what they did. It was amazing, and I, I would highly recommend, because we can't give it justice, even though our podcast is probably almost as long as the, as, as the movie. No. It was great. as
0: long. <laughs> but we will grade it, because if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we grade our movies like comic books, and it goes from a 1, which is crap, up to a 10.0, which is near mint, per, or mint perfect.
1: <laughs> and, and crap
0: really isn't, uh, it, it's poor. It's <laughs> poor. It's actually, 1 is it's actually crap. poor. Dennis is the comic book rate. Right? <laughs> I um I give this movie a I can't go perfect on anything so I got to go a 9.6 That's a high ass grade that's a near mint baby Near Mint Plus. Yeah,
1: for a documentary, so yeah, you documentary. know, for, I, I'm more into other kind of movies normally. Documentaries, I typically grade low. This one, I haven't been able to stop talking about because it was... I really enjoyed the first one. I'm going to go a 9-4 on this one. It was really good. I wish it was a little longer and they could have done a few more things. But it was just... It's an absolute must-see. It was a, a absolutely fantastic movie. I recommend it to everybody... You can watch it on YouTube, YouTube for free. For free. Both of them, both the original Super Size Me and Super Size Me 2, um, that's where we watched it, free, on, you on YouTube. Now, back to
0: the beginning of the show tease. Dennis, what is this story you have about a McDonald hamburger? McDonald's hamburger?
1: Well, to kind of tie in with Super Size Me, it wound up being a, of the story um, about the Utah man who unveils unveils his 20 year old mcdonald's hamburger and you're like what is this like in supersize me where they had the fries that never aged kind of so the quick uh thing it was a gentleman from from utah and his name was a uh, david whipple and he has what's being called the world's oldest hamburger so he used to go around and talk about decomposition and whatnot for hamburgers. So he had gone and bought a McDonald's hamburger and to to discuss this during a number of lectures he was giving. And he had it, got just a regular hamburger, and then he put it in what was a Big Mac tin. It's like well, a oh, yeah. tin toy. But, you know, it was like... Oh, wait, a, it was an actual tin? It was an it, actual it was Mac. tin. So, the, oh, so the, it wasn't a the the Big Mac Cardboard. Right. It was a Big Mac tin. Oh. so what? Because they didn't have cardboard back then. That oh, was right. still when it was paper and styrofoam. So, but he had the original paper of the hamburger, and it was the original wrapper, which was inside the original bag, which was then put in this tin, and that's what he carried around was this Big Mac tin, so that he would take it out and show it to everybody. Oh, right. Well, on his final lecture, he wound up sticking it into his pocket Forgot about it in his jacket pocket. The jacket went into the van, and the jacket eventually, after months, went into the house, got hung up. He wound up moving from Logan, I think it was, to a different city south uh, in in Utah. It stayed there for years, and then his wife's like, well, obviously, she started cleaning house and was like, oh, I'm going to get rid of some clothes. Went through one of his pockets, and what was in there? Oh, well, there's this tin. Oh, there's a burger in there. Still has the original receipt and everything from what it was. And he had opened it up after 13 years is when they found it. So he's kept it this whole time. And it's still in the exact same shape. And they unveiled the burger. Now, we will leave a link to the story because you have to see what the burger looks like.
0: Oh, my God.
1: How's it look? It looks okay. So imagine uh, I ate a McDonald's hamburger yesterday on the way back from Myrtle Beach. And it looks just like it, with a couple of exceptions. It's slightly wrinkled. The buns are a little more wrinkled. The buns got to have grain on it, though. Nope. Not what? a single... How does not the bun a bun not one? have grain on it? They don't make the buns. That's they, bread. Right. The 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 patty... So you can see when he lifts it up, because there's a video, you can see where the pickle actually deteriorated on the inside and went oh, bad. Oh, wow. But in the, the black spot was probably where the, the ketchup and or mustard was but the burger she even she's like this looks like something you would put in have put in your refrigerator overnight and you're just going to throw in the microwave and heat up oh my god they smelt it it smells like cardboard and she's really? like
0: oh it smells like did, cardboard did either of them just oh I no mean,
1: no no and, and they're keeping would it there would you
0: have been tempted though no. would you have been
1: tempted just a just no. a little just like a little Piece the size of your N- finger. Not, not at all. Do you know why? Because one of our per- earlier podcasts, we talked about the Batman cereal that we did try, and it was ridiculously oh, disgusting. Right. Yeah, so good. I wouldn't fall for this. But he's he actually is now talking. He goes, maybe somebody will offer me a lot of money because it's it looks the same, right? But they're saying because of the dry heat and everything like there, there's no bacteria that generates, uh-huh. which is why they're thinking it is. So he originally did it after 13 years, seven years later, so it's now 20 years old. Oh wow! It still looks like it. It is just amazing to think that I leave something on the cupboard, it goes to heck, and it's it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. But I don't leave McDonald's out on the cupboard, although we did do the French fry test from the first one, and they are not joking. Those French fries, even, I think we did it for uh, several weeks, unlike they went much longer than we did. Those French fries didn't look any different.
0: You know, it's funny, and we're not eating this, but we were cleaning out the freezer uh, a couple days ago, and my wife found this, you know, basically frozen chicken, but not just chicken with nothing else it was basically a prepared meal so all you had to do was unfreeze it and heat it up you know the chicken still had to be cooked it wasn't like pre-cooked or anything but it had all the other stuff wanted as well from 2018 two years ago and she's like yeah i'm throwing it away and we're not eating it and she just looks at me (laughs) and i'm like what are you talking about i'm like i'm not going to eat chicken that's even though it's been in a freezer that's two years old she goes will you eat anything else that's past its expiration i'm like not chicken from two years ago, frozen or not. I'm not that dumb. I mean, if it's a cookie that's you know three years old, or an M&M that was I'll in open your couch, up. <laughs> or an m M&M. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not that silly. But you know, canned food from five years ago, I might dabble with, but I'm not eating chicken. I don't care if it's frozen.
1: No. So anyhow. It wound up being an interesting thing. So we'll, we'll we'll post a link to it so everybody can see what, what it is we're talking about because you, you really got to see it in, the, uh, in person. So we'll put up the links. Um, find us on the Dennis and Andy show on, well, we're on a number of platforms, but Facebook is where I'll post the link for it. So you should be able to see everything. Yep. And um, and then leave any comments or questions or anything about it, because we would love to hear from you.
0: That's right. All right, guys, that's it for this week. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Until next week, grab your
0: 3D glasses, get your favorite comic books, roll them up, and put them in your back pocket the way you should treat comics.
1: Throw your pigskin up on the mantle. This is Dennis.
0: This is Andy. Later, Later friends. friends.